Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, welcome to a very cold February. It's February 2022, and now hopefully we're going to get a warm-up here. But it, what got me thinking today is, you know, working out at the gym, how, you know, some people were complaining about the cold, other people were just neutral with it, and other people were like, oh, they're excited about the cold for whatever reason. And then I got to thinking, well, all right, are we looking at optimism versus pessimism? And then I, I got to thinking that, you know, so let's look at, look at optimist versus pessimist. Let's look at some scientific studies. And I'm just going to shorten this quick little podcast by saying all the studies out there, and there's some pretty well-designed studies show, scientific studies show, no matter in the same situation, you know, say something horrible happens, like you lose your job, you know, you lose a spouse, you lose a sibling, you know, all the stuff going on with the pandemic, any, any horrible thing that happens. You know, and I'm not talking deaths, that's something different, but say there's a breakup or an argument or, you know, that kind of thing. You, you can look at two types of people, and the, the people that are optimists, looking for solutions, looking at ways to fix the problem, looking around the problem, jump over the, the, the fence, dig under the fence, instead of the pessimist who comes up like an Eeyore and says, oh, look at this fence, isn't this horrible? There's no way around it. Look at this barrier, look at this block. There's no way around it. Well, what we do know is that the optimist, those who see the brighter side, those who see a glass half full and not half empty, those that are always working on solutions, the optimist has less heart disease, has less digestive disease, less cancers even, you know, less disease and disorders. And even though you can take the, two, the same two people and put them in the same category or the same environment, and they're forced to almost have the same results, the uh, optimist is going to be healthier. The pessimist is going to be sicker. So I'll say it again for clarification. The studies we have now, and these are good medical scientific studies, show that the optimist or those that don't dwell on the negative and, you know, the optimist will be healthier than the pessimist given the same environment situations. Wow, that's a big deal. Just knowing that should be enough for someone trying to change. Well, you know, I, I, I've heard this from pessimists where pessimists will say, well, you know, I don't want to you know, blow sunshine up my skirt. I, I want to live in reality. Well, the reality is if you keep acting like that, you're going to get sick. That's what the scientific studies show. So you want reality? You're making yourself sick just by your attitude. Seriously. You know, when people say, oh, I want the reality, you're, you're slowly killing yourself. You're giving yourself diseases and disorders that you don't have to have. Great job. So if you want to live in reality, that just means you're suicidal. You're slowly killing yourself. Stop it. Now, I'm not saying you don't overlook something to be an optimist. An optimist focuses on the solution to a problem. The problem exists. They try to find ways around the problem, through the problem, under the problem, over the problem. A pessimist slows down 
and focuses just on the problem. Look how big the problem is. This problem is big and they waste all their time, all their energy, all their neurotransmitters and probably in arguments at home and or at work around what the problem is instead of the solution. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't protest or do those things. You know, maybe that is the solution is to say, no, we got to protest this. Oh, we got to go do this because it's the only way to get it done. A letter didn't work. A conversation didn't work. Hiring a lawyer didn't work. We have to protest. Trying to change the system. Maybe it is protest. Maybe it's become part of the system and change it from within. We've, We've seen that over, you know, 200 years plus in America that the United States, that's the best way to change things. Protests will bring some attention, but if you're in the system, you be, you get to be a power broker, and you get to you get to make some powerful changes. So, you know, let's let's go through and say, you know, how you look at things. How do these people look at the the world, the pessimists and the optimists? How do they see things? You know, um, you know, do you see? All problems as big catastrophes. Do you do you awfulize them? I used to say, you know, do you make them bigger than they really are? Are you a perfectionist? Things have to be totally perfect um, for you to say that it's good. Um, do you have a hard time accepting compliments? That's usually a big telltale sign for me. Um, when someone gives you a compliment, you just say thank you and and you move on. Um, you can smile, you can blush, whatever, but do you really take it? Or do you say, oh, no, no, no. You won't take a compliment because if you take a compliment, then you realize that something must be going right. So really see if you do that. And do you seek the approval opinion of others before you act? This is what a lot of, of pessimists will do. They, you know, they want to make sure that the whole world is on board before they jump on board the same way. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. The whole world could be wrong, and they have many times. Over the pandemic, they've been wrong so many times, people you know, don't even care what the truth is anymore. So, so what can we do here? You know, what's a way that you can become an optimistic person? You can avoid catastrophic thinking. Number one, avoid catastrophic thinking. Avoid using words like disgusting, horrible, dreadful, repulsive, impossible. Avoid making things bigger than they are, even if it's a big problem. Start on the solution right away. And how do you start on the solution? Write it down. And how would you take this apart? One piece at a time. Then act on it. Um, Two, give yourself credit for what you've done so far in life. You have to learn to love yourself and give yourself credit that, oh, I've done this in my life. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. I've overcome this. I've done these things. And by giving yourself your own credit, you start moving into what I say, really seeing reality. You know, again, a pessimist used to say, oh, I want to live in reality. And I kind of laugh and I go, well, your reality is you're going to be sick. My reality is I'm going to be healthy. I was walking to the gym. We, uh, we got there yesterday, and it's cold, and one of our uh, teammates pulled up, great teammate pulled up to us, and we are walking, and he was talking about, you know, oh, COVID, and he had all the shots, and usually, you know, he forgot to put on his mask as he was getting out and walk with us. And I said, well, you know, everything you got, that's very interesting. And I said, but I haven't got it. I'm exposed every day, and I'm not going to get it. 
And people say, don't say that. I'm like, well, sorry. I, I spend my every day when I get up, I think, how can I strengthen my immune system? After I get off of this, I'm going to pop a zinc. I'm going to pop some amino acids. You know, I have some injuries from lifting. I'm upping my vitamin C and some other vitamins. I'm thinking about how to strengthen my body every single day. I go to the gym to strengthen my physical and mental body and my nervous system. You know, you know, I get, I'm looking at my uh, water that I have to drink today, um, even though it's a busy morning. All right, how am I going to get this in, you know, in between patients? You know, now... I remember talking to a patient last week when I said you need to drink a gallon of water a day, but start with three liters, start with three quarts. That's so much water. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. And I said, you know, the woman weighed about 200 pounds, 250. And I'm like, you're telling me you can't drink? It went, why can't you do it? Oh, I just don't like the taste and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so you're walking around dehydrated, walking around sick, walking around with all these problems. And the cure might just be drinking some water. I mean, it blew my mind that they saw drinking water as a problem. What's next? Breathing going to be a problem? Oh, yeah, it is. In this pandemic, you're not allowed to breathe. You got to use a mask. So think about it. I mean, think about the stupid things that you say that are holding you back. I can't drink water or that much water. I'll be peeing all the time. Well, you're supposed to be peeing all the time. It's for kidney health. It's for your body's health. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's almost like, it's like, oh, I don't want to be well and healthy, and I'm setting myself up for disease in 10 or 20 years, so, you know, my kids can take care of me. Are you kidding? Drink some water. I can't eat that much protein. What? Wait a minute. If, you got, if you're stuffing your mouth full of Twinkies or Doritos or garbage, why don't you make sure it's just protein instead? You're shoving stuff in your mouth anyway. Make it protein. You're shoving carbs and fats and salts in and artificial colors and ingredients. Shove some nice, pure protein in. High quality. Wow. So one, avoid catastrophic thinking. Two, give yourself credit for your own success. Three, be persistent and act as if. Meaning that, okay, I'm going to work this through. I'm going to act as if I can do it. Now, that's not visualization and and bringing things about by my power of my mind, any of that new age voodoo. Every time a toddler gets up to walk, they walk as if they can walk, and then they fall, and then they get up again, and they fall. It's called you, you focus on the goal, which is across the room, where daddy or mommy is saying, come on, come on, walk across. And you're going to fall on the living room rug a few times, and then eventually you'll get it. See, the child acts as if they can get to mom and dad. They don't just sit down and start crying. I can't do it. I can't drink that water. I can't eat that protein. I can't get that sleep. I can't get to the gym. You got to be kidding me. You can make a gym in your house. You got chairs. You got rubber bands. You got a couple dumbbells. There's a lot of things you can do. It's amazing. The same people say, I can't go to a gym, have Netflix. They have HBO. They have Showtime. They pay for all these streaming services or they pay for cable. They're spending, you know, hundreds on entertainment every month, but they can't spend 40, 50, 60 bucks on a gym membership. Divided out is about 10 bucks a week. Divided out is about $3 a workout. They can't spend three or four bucks on a workout. Are you kidding me? But they'll buy that pack of cigarettes you know, they'll drink that pop instead of that water. Oh, my God. 
So again, act as if. And then the biggest one is reframing disappointment. Reframing means relabeling, redefining. What does that mean? Every time you're disappointed by something, and it can be big things in life, um, you, you want to look at it as a learning episode. The Olympics are on right now, the, the Beijing um, 2022 Winter Olympics. So me and my uh, wife were watching some of that last night, watching this amazing 15-year-old Russian skater who's just, you know, there's going to be no one like her, um, land um, two quads. It was amazing. But when I was watching that, I noticed, you know, you know how, how many times they fall in practice? How many years that they work for that one moment, those two, three minutes on the ice? Oh, my God, are you kidding me? So they learn every time they fell. If they started ice skating at a young age and they fell once and they got, oh, this is terrible, it never works out. Uh, excuse me, there's millions of people that can ice skate. So it is possible get up again what they did is when they fell they got up and here's these amazing skaters who are the top of the top athletes top of the top skaters and when they make a mistake they just keep going on you got to keep going on hope there's another event that i can correct this learn from that mistake so all your disappointments or mistakes that you make as you try to fix a problem learn from them they are learning events learning events even big things are learning events. What can I learn about them? What can I learn about myself? And how can this strengthen me as a human being? Again, you want to become an optimist? Avoid catastrophic thinking. Give yourself credit for your own success. Be persistent and act as if you're already there. You have to go towards your goal. And if you fall a couple times, get up. And then reframe, redefine the disappointment or the falls. And this has been another fact podcast.